0: We got TW takes in the house. TW takes, what's up? TW Takes Podcast. That's terrible wrestling takes podcast. So we'll go through all the monikers the, uh, the man of- Bishop Batman. over at TW Takes Podcast. Absolute legend. He is an Irish New Yorker. Big up Bishop. Bishop <laughs> TW takes. Shout out to Bishop on that one. Bishop from TW takes. Matt bishop from TW takes. Shout out to TW takes. TW takes. Mr. TW takes. Mr. TW takes. TW takes TW takes. TW, take, tw. TW, TW takes. And takes TW takes Bishop has, you know, on Terrible takes. TWT takes. Terrible wrestling takes. Bishop's terrible wrestling takes. Strictly for Bishop. Shout out to uh, Terrible Wrestling takes. Cheers, Bishop. TW Takes podcast. Him and his wife. Mrs. TW Takes. We got Mrs. Takes here as well. Ooh, ooh. My wife. Mrs. Takes. She's the sleeper hit. So good. <laughs> Thank you, wife. Shout out to Mrs. TW Takes. It's a fun back and forth. It's such a small part, but it's a- so effective. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's my go to podcast now. TW Takes, you on here? Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop, from Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop, everybody needs to be listening to you, brother. Bishop, say hello. Oh, s***. here we go. Brand new episode, Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. But before we talk that, sh- let's plug that. Sh-. TakesPodcast.com for all platforms, audio and visual. Like and subscribe, especially if you do it for other people. podcast.com slash TWTs for all the merch to help support the show. Most affordable, fastest shipping merch in the podcast game. Remember at podcast on all social media. And remember, review if you do, rate if you feel. Subscribe for me like you do for the rest of these idiots with a microphone the computer now let's get into some more terrible wrestling takes oh shit here we go back in the basement baby extreme rules preview a little bit of talk about wwe that's all we're gonna do here we're just gonna keep going and going doing what we do around here we are firmly in cricket season so they are going to interrupt this fucking podcast i fucking hate it i'm down by a window well i gotta clean that shit out i'll do that later today but i gotta get this shit done so y'all can hear it And we can do our thing. On Sunday, myself, at Ref Marsh, over on the WOTR, the show, streaming links, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, we'll be doing a watch along there. I'm not going to host any of it. I still have broadcast issues with my my softwares, so I got to change some shit up. And I just haven't had the time to do any of that shit. I barely had time to fucking podcast at the house. Uh, I did talk to the family this morning. Uh, the, the missus and the kiddo are at a birthday party today, so we can't do, still can't do our, uh, DC trip, uh, podcast just yet, but we're gonna, we're going to, we didn't forget it. We didn't forget how fun it was. We didn't forget how good of a time we had, but, uh, we just, you know, we haven't had the opportunity to do that as a family. Uh, and we will, we will, we just, you know, there's a lot of shit to do. There's a lot of shit to do. And I have more fun doing the podcast than they do, so... Look, it just is what it is. We'll get it done. I appreciate some of y'all reaching out, saying that it's going to be a dope app when it happens. I appreciate that, again. Um, But, yeah, other than that, we got Extreme Rules coming up. So, keep a lookout for all the links to come watch along with us. Myself, at Ref Marsh, possibly anyone else. uh, And we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited for Extreme Rules. I think this is going to be great. Uh, Looking forward, this is kind of our last opportunity to get a watch-along in before December. Because I secured my tickets for Summerslam, i am going solo so if any of y'all out there are going uh come find me in a twt shirt uh have a beer shake a hand you know say what's up i bought the two pack for survivor series and raw the next day because i didn't realize how fucking dumb cheap it was on the the pre-sale thing they did so i secured tickets for both nights i don't know if i'm gonna go both nights so i may end up selling the raw ticket but either way going to survivor series so that means that i won't be able to watch along for that uh, I might do a Twitter spaces while in the building. That might be dope depending on how it comes out. Uh, the, not the date of this dropping, but the following Saturday coming up, I'll be at MLW's fight land, which should be fucking dope at the 2300 arena in Philly, formerly the ECW arena. I've never been there. Um, I did look it up on the map. It is right around the corner from Ikea that I go to, uh, you know, a couple times a year. Uh, so shouts. I know exactly where it is. I know where I'll be. My favorite cheesesteak place is there, Tony Luke's. My man Red Fox from At Night of the LP, At Nightmare Fuel, At Red Fox, uh, TDG, I think. I don't know. He's got so many fucking handles. I follow them all. They all follow me. Uh, But we're going together uh, as a little hangout, try to get a podcast in somehow, some way between the two of us. But yeah, man, got a lot of cool shit coming up. Uh, I'm going to try to go to as many wrestling events as possible. I'm in it now. Uh, once we went to D.C., the family realized how much fun we can all do this together, so we're going to try the best we can to hit the ones in our area that at least are going to be appealing uh, to the to the little man so he can come, too, uh, and if logistically it makes sense, you know, he'll come along to the other shit, too. Uh, you know, the, the problem with something like SummerSlam is, you know, you got to stay up by the facility uh, in New York, so he wouldn't make it back for for school and shit like that, so it just wouldn't make sense to bring him along for for those two events. Uh, you know, moving around and stuff wouldn't have been that great of an idea. So, the more we can get to, the more we, the more we will. Um, other than that, you know, let's jump into Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules should be fucking dope. Okay, I, I don't know how you guys feel about things. I've been on and off Twitter here and there, um, and I tell you, I am, I am firmly in my stance that WWE is in a great place. You know, I I didn't get a chance to watch all of Raw. I didn't get a chance. I watched all of SmackDown last night, and I tell you this much: every time somebody's on TV, it seems to make fucking sense. Now I know a lot of you still fucking can't stand the even Marie dewdrop stuff, but I, I I swear on fucking everything that and and here's that's fine. It's absolutely fine. But this fucking shouts to Katie Linendahl when she was on Sam Roberts podcast. She used to have this saying called "Too Much Birthday." Okay. If every fucking segment hits in Raw, you will have too much birthday and be exhausted by the end of watching Raw. That's part of what what makes two hours better is that if they do hit every segment, it's not three hours of birthday. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I you you know what I'm saying like I'm not I'm not even gonna walk back on my stance at even redo Do Drop. I'll give you this much. It's going on too long. They should shit or get off the pot. They should, because it's the same thing over and over. But it is establishing that you care about Dewdrop and you don't like Eve Marie. That's the simplicity of it. And they're not taking up much time. So let it happen. Let it happen. And then move on. Like it's it's your <laughs> you guys take up more of your day worrying about Eve Marie and Dewdrop than they give you on TV. So why are you spending more time on it? Especially if it doesn't mean anything to you. You know what I'm saying? We finally get the Bazer Jack split. Uh, Nia Jax being written off TV. Fine. I, I wish they had a-, a little bit better of a blow off. But if we're getting Shannon Baszler, you know, pushed forward, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. We're all looking for it. But I'm telling you, every time somebody's on TV, this shit makes fucking sense, man. This shit makes sense. Ray Ripley, Nikki Ash... They've been building them since they lost to Charlotte, the Charlotte's losers, and now they're women's tag team champions. Does it make sense? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Tegan and, uh, Tegan and, uh, or sorry, Shotzi and Knox stepped to them on SmackDown. So we're getting that now. Dope. But every time, I don't know, man, I, am it's, it could just be me and my positivity, but every time we get people on TV, they seem to make Sense and feel important. Big E now got the Jinder Mahal treatment where, and hear me out, if he loses the title tomorrow, he's a former champion. So anytime he steps in the ring, it could feel like he could be champion. Jinder Mahal does that too. Before Jinder was champion, anytime he stepped in the ring, you're like, oh, this guy can't fucking wrestle. He's not going to win. But when I see Jinder versus Drew, I go, man, Jinder can win because he's a former champion too. Not, oh, because they'll put the belt on him anytime. So that he's legitimized. So now that Big E's doing his thing, and Lashley too. How fucking credible is Lashley now? He comes out and he, he fucks up everything on Raw. And you're like, yeah, but that's former champion Lashley, who's a fucking beast. The, these, the titles have made these guys so important. It's so awesome, man. So awesome. I'm sure down the line, maybe at Survivor Series, where I'll be, uh, they'll do the New Day... Versus the Bloodline again. Uh, I'd love to see that happen. In just a, you know, the brawl that we should have gotten for a longer time. But again, you know, when when people want to complain before shit happens, and you go, oh, why would they give us this? This is a pay per view match, and then they don't give us the pay per view match, and then they don't give us the raw match because it'll most likely be a pay per view. You just gotta relax. Gotta relax. Watch it. Let it happen. Enjoy it. Fucking enjoy it. Telling you, man. Telling you. WWE is in such a great place if you just let it happen. Let it happen. Stop trying to guess ahead of it. Stop trying to outthink yourselves. You're working yourselves. guys are absolutely working yourselves. So let's jump into what's happening at Extreme Rules. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Again, when you talk about people being important, there was a lot of BS about... You know, uh, uh, Zelina not getting a shot on the the SmackDown before 9-11 and all this shit. And just the way, again, if you don't think you know more than what's happening and you just let it happen, wait until it comes up. Z- Zelina's going to job out anyway. She's going to job out anyway. Liv Morgan is now getting time on TV to look more and more important. And she looks more and more important. Her wrestling is getting better and better. Carmella is a fucking superstar It's a fucking superstar The missus last night goes I love Liv But I love Carmella So much more Shouts to Jer- Jeremy in time 721 It's been almost a year sir And I would like you to to comment on the post Of this episode Jeremy it's been almost a year Do you still hate Carmella? Remember at the TLC watch along last year and Jeremy's like man I can't fucking stand Carmella and I was like yo bro watch the match just watch the match between Sasha and Carmella. Since then, Carmella has just become a fucking superstar, and that's it. And that's it. She's just a superstar. That's all. She fully owns her character. She does awesome shit offline. She's not as annoying as she used to be, and she owns who she is on TV. Carmella's a fucking superstar, and I hope she stays in WWE for a long fucking time. A long time. She is, She is for us as wrestling fans she gets it and she's out there performing for us i don't know if uh if if going to hollywood would fulfill her the same way being in a wrestling ring was does i would i'd really like to interview her on, on that but anyway as far as the match goes i would love to see Liv kind of gain some momentum begin a build so let's give Liv the win here and i tell you her music is fucking outstanding the whole Beetlejuice vibe, the the old Alexa Bliss kind of vibe to what happens. I love it. I love Liv's Lives music. Uh, hopefully, Liv Morgan gets a gets a run here. I know a lot of people wanted her to win at Money in the Bank. So and they kept the steam right. They kept her on TV adjacently and then in matches and they keep building and build this slow build. It's there. It's absolutely there. Uh, we got the Usos versus the Street Profits in a tag team championship match on the SmackDown side. It's very. Uh, it's a small card too. It, they didn't. Uh, at least according to Wikipedia, there's only six matches. But Usos versus the Street Profits. Um, I didn't see why Dawkins wasn't at SmackDown. I missed the first. Um, what the fuck? I, I forgot what match it was that I had to. Um, I had to do some shit, so I, I stepped away for a little bit. But I made sure I waited long enough. But uh, I don't know why Dawkins wasn't there, and I don't know how they set up the Roman Reigns versus Montez Ford match. But if everything's cool, uh, I imagine the Street Profits getting their ass whooped because Montez Ford, shouts to the dogs, Montez Ford got his ass whooped last night against Roman, uh, definitively being thrown through a table. So uh, shouts shouts to the Usos. They're going to win. I don't even think it's going to be close. We have Charlotte versus Alexa, which, again, When you don't like the characters that are doing it it doesn't look good i enjoy it i love alexa the i just ordered my lily doll i'm excited about that i got a lily doll coming so shouts um i i i don't know what happens here i have no problem with alexa winning but i tell you on everything charlotte does nothing for the title she might do things for people with the title For instance, if she kept saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, and she was losing the title matches in a way where Rhea looks strong, where Asuka looks strong, where Nikki looks strong, where Bianca looks strong, then Charlotte could then elevate. But every time she has the title, I don't feel like it elevates anyone. I really don't think she elevates anyone anyway, but her having the title... It's always about her losing it as opposed to somebody beating her for it. Now, I don't know what you do with an Alexa win for the title because her character has nothing to do with the wrestling part of it. I love Alexa's wrestling. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. And in this character, I think she's a good wrestler. But the strength of her character doesn't have to do with the wrestling. So if she wins, then what's it about? Is it just about her collecting her playthings? So I don't know. I don't know how this goes. And then again, just like the whole Bray Wyatt Fiend situation, how does the character lose? How do you expect this character to lose properly? So let's see. Let's see how it all plays out. Um, I'd like to see Alexa win and get us get something fresh that I want to see. But who knows? Uh, Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. I think this is a good opportunity to give Jeff Hardy the title and get Damian Priest elevated to the next level. I don't know why else Jeff Hardy would be in this match. Uh, Sheamus is absolutely phenomenal. He's doing the best work of his career. I'm such a huge Sheamus fan based off of this. Uh, I I was okay with him in the bar. Um, I always thought he was a a really good wrestler. His stuff with Roman a couple years back, when Roman was building to become a champion for the first time, you know, Sheamus 5'15", and all that shit. But I tell you, I don't know what the purpose of having Jeff Hardy in this match is except for maybe this is his last go-around on a pay-per-view. I don't know. But give Jeff Hardy the U.S. title. Move Damian Priest on to a bigger, better storyline that gets him away from Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Uh, maybe, you know, Priest and, honestly, like I said before, Priest and Ricochet team up, some shit like that. I don't know. But I don't see Damian Priest keeping the title because I do think they have bigger plans for him and they would prefer him do something else, unless out of this, Damian Priest becomes the solidified mid-card title guy on uh, on Raw, and now the division builds underneath him. Uh, it's one of two ways. One of two ways. Two more matches on the card. We have Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, which you're welcome if you listen to the show. I have told you since SummerSlam this is exactly where we'll be with the entire world giving a shit about Bianca more so than they ever did before. There was a lot of people who loved her Just because she was athletic. There's a lot of people who loved her just because she was a black woman champion. And there's a lot of people that loved her because she was super happy. And I agree with all of those. You can do that. But that's just not how I look at wrestling. I look at wrestling as the complete package. And you need to give me a reason to invest. And Bianca's never done that. Off the strength of Becky these crowd cheers and online presence of people giving a fuck about Bianca is higher than it's ever been off the strength of what happened at SummerSlam. And Becky, every single week, is becoming more and more of a dick, getting more and more boos on purpose. The same way Roman was getting them when he turned into the tribal chief. So week by week, week by week, it grows, it grows, it grows, without Becky being overt. And that was our problem coming out of SummerSlam a couple years ago, correct? Becky comes out after turning on Charlotte and goes, you guys never did this. And the crowd's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But she now used the literal by saying, I'm at home, I'm here and we want Becky. Now I'm in the ring with Bianca and I'm here in EST. You know, she's doing the, the right things here to be the heel, to be the bad guy. I'll never boo Becky, just like I'll never boo Roman. Becky's my guy. Becky's the man. And I'm here for it. I fucking, uh, we were talking at the dinner table one night about uh our dog Archie that we lost. And uh, how he was an old dog when we got him. Uh, and he knew his new name, Archie, right? And uh, we just got another new old dog who's gone by a name. And the wife wanted to change the name. I said, we can't do that. He's, he's been this name for so long. And she's like, yeah, well, Archie did it. And I go, because Archie's the fucking man. And then Junior Takes just goes, wait, Archie's Becky Lynch? Right away. Right away. Because that's who Becky Lynch is in this house. Becky <laughs> Becky Lynch is the fucking man. Becky Lynch is the fucking man. So she'll never get booed in this house. We were watching her at the house show, just fucking cheering her on, appreciating the performance. And like I said, I, I really thought I saw Bianca's best match there. I, I don't like the fact that Justin time 2.11 came on this podcast and said, Hey, you know how Bianca comes to the ring? She has to do her entrance every time. Yeah, and it happens. She has to skip and twirl the hair and do the motions and all this shit. And I think that's when you strip it away from Karrion Kross and you make him about more than the entrance. He becomes something that should be more uh, more determined there's more strength behind it. And they're they're building Bianca to be cheered at all times. One of these days, Bianca's going to run into the ring. I tweeted out, imagine if Bianca walked to the ring the same way she walked out of it tonight. Because after she dropped Becky and she walked out the ring with purpose and swag and determination and fierce. That's, that's a type of grit you're allowed to have as a babyface. It's okay to be that way. So John Cena does. It's what Matt Riddle's doing right now. Randy Orton's doing it right now. It's grit, it's determination as a babyface. It's allowed to happen. So when it's all about the flair and the athleticism and the the circumstance and the it doesn't do anything. For me. For me. Because there's a disconnect. I don't believe it's basically what Justin said. I don't believe Bianca is gonna come out and And whoop Becky's ass based on her entrance. She has to be happy, cheery entrance the whole way and then give the look? Nah, come out with the look. Show me that your feelings against Becky mean more to you than your entrance does. You know what I'm saying? It's allowed. It's allowed. You're allowed to be more than your entrance. You're allowed to be more than your persona so that's that's still the disconnect with me with Bianca I think it's getting closer I think it's getting better I think they've given us more to give a shit about off the strength of the way Bianca lost because it gives you again like I said how long of a match did you want right and let's say Becky still wins that match the longer the match goes the less of a heel Becky is now we're here, and since we're here, you take the whole story instead of thinking you know better and go, man, they're crushing us right now, because that's what they're doing. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm not I'm not right about everything. I have terrible wrestling takes on a lot of things, but I've been right on this one. I've been absolutely correct on this one. I don't know why you guys just don't let shit play out, you know? I don't know why you just don't let shit play out. The only other thing we got on Extreme Rules is Roman Reigns versus the Demon, Finn Balor. They did mention on SmackDown the Demon is undefeated. They've been doing a good job saying that it's not it's not Finn in face paint. It's the Demon summoning Finn and all this shit. And there's an energy, an entity, all that good stuff. All that character work that goes into it. No, I don't like the fact that we've seen the Demon, what, uh, two, three times now on regular TV. But again, it's all these new eyes to SmackDown. We, we have to remember, as wrestling fans who go a little too OD on this shit, that it's not all about us. It's not about the way we see it. It's about you know new people getting a chance to see this for the first time and go, what the fuck is that, and be super into it. I think they find a way to get out of this match without Roman losing the title, because if he loses the title, I don't know how he gets it back, especially if it's Finn as the demon, because the demon doesn't lose. The Demon is undefeated. Unless Finn is willing to fight without the Demon, and that's how Finn loses. But I don't see how you you take this title off of uh, off of Roman. Now the hard part is, coming up to Survivor Series, it was looking like we were going to get Roman versus Lashley in just a Haas fight. Now it looks like we might be getting Big E versus Finn Balor, which is still going to be an outstanding match. But it it's right below A list at this point. Based off of what we had for the last couple months. Now there's definitely a chance in, in the next in the next, you know, what, sixty days now that we get you know that the same vibe, the same feeling. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I just that that Roman Lashley match would have been would have been pretty fucking epic. So we'll yeah, we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll still get uh, Roman and Big E as champs, but we'll get the bloodline versus uh, the, the new day then. But let's not fantasy book. Let's not look forward. Those are my brief predictions. I think we got, uh, actually, I didn't make predictions of everything, but I think, I think it's a toss-up for the women's title on the SmackDown side. Whether it's Bianca or Becky, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Becky wins and they continue this. And I think if Bianca wins Becky needs to go away you know until post draft and all that shit I don't I don't think it's a good idea to have Becky lose and then still try to continue the attitude because I don't think Bianca can overcome what Becky has without the title because Becky doesn't need the title to feel important and honestly Bianca with the title. I, don't, I just don't think works. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe we get a loss here by Bianca. By the time TLC comes around, that's when, uh, that's when Bianca gets the title back. I think that might be the best way to play it, have this story go a little bit longer. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think Jeff Hardy wins. I'd like to see Alexa Bliss win, but I really don't know because I haven't seen every second of this story. Uh, it would be great if... If they do use story to have Charlotte lose, but if Charlotte lose, you know what happens. She wins another one. Keep adding to the count. Keep adding to the count. I do think Roman Reigns beats Finn Balor in some way, shape, or form. It is an extreme rules match, but I, which means there's no DQ. There's no count out. Fuck. I, I, yeah, I don't know what you do because you can't. You can't beat the demon. I mean, if you do, you do. I don't know. They've been. They've been ending all the undefeated streaks. So. Let's see. I think Roman Reigns Reigns wins, though. I think off the strength of uh, Montez Ford getting his ass kicked that the Usos win. And I think Liv Morgan gets a win and pushes forward. Catch me and at Ref Marsh on Sunday for the Extreme Rules Watch Along. That's over on Wrestling on the Rocks on all their platforms. Wrestling on the Rocks YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, at WOTR the Show, twitch.tv slash Wrestling on the Rocks. We'll be over there, join the chat, join the show. Uh, Like I said, we'll just be watching along, man, like we used to a couple months ago. Uh, We haven't had an opportunity to do it. I'm really excited about getting the band back together. Haven't had a chance to chat with my buddy in a long time. So this, this should be fun. This should be a lot of fun. Look forward to it. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Look forward to Extreme Rules. WWE's in a great place. WWE's in an absolutely great place. And we'll see you at Extreme Rules. So with that being said, review if you do rate if you feel follow me at tw takes podcast on instagram and twitter share your terrible wrestling takes via my pinned tweet email me bishoptwtakes at gmail.com until next time